John F. Kennedy once said, Lofty words cannot construct an alliance or maintain it. Only concrete deeds can do that. Keep this in mind as the U.S. is panicking over the China-Russia growing alliance as President Xi prepares to visit Russia soon. In this video, I am going to provide you an in-depth analysis about this topic given my familiarity with it based on my research and the publication of my book. Fasten your seatbelt and let's go for a ride on the geopolitical highway. Our show today is sponsored by Noble Gold. So let's dive in. The two leaders spoke via video link. Russian President Vladimir Putin also said that he was expecting Xi Jinping to make a state visit to Moscow next year. Certainly, the partnership that the Russians and the Chinese have is a serious one. They have mutual interest in changing the world order the way it currently is. The United States says that it is concerned about China's alignment with Russia amid the war in Ukraine. China has so far called for peace and continues to blame the West for provoking Russia. The timing of the virtual meeting between President Putin and President Xi couldn't be more interesting as it took place at the end of 2022. What is certain, however, is that the United States is panicking over China's alignment with Russia as the conflict in Ukraine goes on and the global geopolitical shift is nothing but certain. So the question you need to ask is, what should we expect in 2023. President Xi, during his meeting, a virtual meeting that is with President Putin, said that China is ready to increase political cooperation with Russia. He added, and I quote, to be global partner, end of quote. Before I proceed, let me tell you something about Noble Gold Investments. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investments class for 2022. According to longtermtrends.net, gold has actually outperformed the S&P 500, the Dow, and Bitcoin for 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or a silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star review. There is always a risk of investments and there are no guarantees of any kind. Earlier last week, China and Russia naval forces engaged in joint military drills in the East China Sea. The latest in a series of exercises that showcase the deepening defense ties between the two nuclear powers. President Putin, during this call with his counterpart, President Xi, noted that military cooperation has, and I quote, special place, end of quote, in the relationship between their two countries, adding that Russia's objective is to strengthen the cooperation between the armed forces of China and the Russia. What I find interesting is the timing of the call vis-a-vis -vis the current realities on the geopolitical landscape moving forward. What do I mean by that? 
I am referring to the possible crises from Taiwan to the Balkans that could threaten and or impact global security. I see the possibility of some of these conflicts which could explode at any moment, threatening the world's stability and security. Some Western military analysts may argue that China may find the moment right after the number of patients and death reaches staggering numbers from COVID-19 pandemic. However, a leading Chinese medical expert by the name Zhou Changhong said recently that only death caused by pneumonia and respiratory failure after contracting COVID will be classified as having been caused by the coronavirus. The military analysts argue that President Xi could divert attention from this health issue and decides to invade Taiwan. A scenario I do not foresee because China has other tools at its disposal to bring Taiwan to the fold. That said, we need to put the virtual call between President Putin and President Xi within the proper geopolitical context. So let me share with you my insights regarding some of those potential conflicts which could explain to us why the alliance between Russia and China is growing at a fast speed. And I'm going to share with you some conflicts. Let's start with the conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan on the European continent. The brief war between Armenia and Azerbaijan, brief war between Armenia and Azerbaijan ended in 2020 with more than 6,500 deaths and much of the Nagorno-Karabakh region annexed to Azerbaijan. But the subsequent peace is very fragile, as tension returned after the closure of the Lachin corridor linking Armenia and the capital of the disputed enclave, sparking anger among Armenians that heralded the eruption of armed conflict again. Another tension you might want to consider is the tension between Serbia and Kosovo, which have eased in recent days in Europe. Potential Belgrade support for Serb minorities in the Western Balkans. Moscow allied Belgrade could decide to support Serb minorities that have been increasingly active in recent months, especially in the Muslim-majority Kosovo, that Belgrade does not recognize its declared independence since 2008, especially after the recent tensions there. Serbia has already deployed troops on the border between the two countries, but things have returned to ease after Washington and Brussels asked for a reduction in tensions, and Serbian President Aleksandar Vucic announced that the barrier will be dismantled, but confidence is still lost. Another potential conflict is between Israel and Iran, with Benjamin Netanyahu forming his coalition government and the statements coming from his administration about attacking Iran. Doing so will be a strategic mistake on part of Israel. As argued in my Iran book, Volatile State, Iran in the Nuclear Age, 
Should Israel attack Iran, the latter will launch a barrage of its medium and long-range missiles that are within reach of Tel Aviv. And by the way, Iran, a new hypersonic ballistic missile, can reach Tel Aviv in less than four minutes. Another tension is between Russia, Japan, and the control of the southern Kuril Island. So tensions between Russia and Japan over the islands could turn into an armed conflict. While the world is preoccupied with the war in Ukraine, especially since Russia has recently deployed 3,000 troops and several anti-missile batteries, while Tokyo adopted a new security strategy. I will share with you uh, something interesting about Japan as I move along. So confrontation, another conflict is confrontation between North Korea, its southern neighbor, South Korea, and the US. It is not surprising that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un resorted to detonating an atomic bomb on land or sea to show North Korea's military capabilities. But such an act does not know to what extent it can lead to confrontation. And with Japan redoubling its military and the U.S. establishing a space force in South Korea, there is no telling what might happen next. And the last conflict you might want to keep an eye on is the tension between India and China in the Himalayas. I have to disagree with the, some of those analysts who argue that the situation could seriously deteriorate on the border between China and India. I do not foresee that a military confrontation between the two nuclear powers will ensue. If I were to advise both governments, China and India, I will urge them to find a permanent solution to this issue. And given the shifting sands of the geopolitical landscape, it is more urgent to do so now than ever. So you put all this within the context of the possible or the possibility of President Xi's visit to Moscow. So President Putin invited Xi to Moscow next spring. What is also interesting about this virtual call is the open invitation Putin extended to President Xi. It sends a clear message to the US and the West for that matter about the shifting geopolitical order that is no longer a unipolar in nature. Putin, President Putin that is said, and I quote, I have no doubt that we will find an opportunity to meet with you in person. We are waiting for you, dear Mr. Chairman, dear friend. We are waiting for you to come next spring with a state visit to Moscow. End of quote. I believe the visit will demonstrate to the world the strength of the Russian-China bilateral relations. In this context, President Putin also said that the two, and I quote here, the two countries would strengthen cooperation between their armed forces and pointed to growth in trade despite unfavorable market conditions. End of quote. The bilateral relations are the best in history and withstand all tests, President Putin added. So, what you are noticing here is that Russia and China share the same views on the causes, the course, 
and the logic of the ongoing transformation of the global geopolitical landscape. On his part, President Xi said, and I quote, in the face of a difficult, far from an ambiguous international solution, we are ready to build up strategic cooperation, provide each other with opportunities for development, be global partners for the benefits of the people of our countries and in the interest of stability throughout the world. End of quote. As I said earlier, I'm going to tell you something about Japan. On December 16th, last year, Japan's Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida, announced a new defense strategy while doubling military spending by 2027 to implement it. This is the largest defense shakeup in decades, and also it is a wake-up call to the rest of Asia. The decision includes openly acquiring offensive weapons and reshaping Japan's military command structure for its expanded armed forces. On December 23rd, 2022, which is only a few weeks ago, the draft budget was approved by Kishida's cabinet. Japan's dangerous military expansion should set off international alarm bells. This major escalation is taking place based on intense U.S. pressure. It is the next step in the two pivot to Asia aimed at surrounding China and attempting to reassert United States dominance in the Asia-Pacific. So the plan for Japan is to double military spending by adding $315 billion to Japan's defense budget over the next five years and make Japan military the world's third largest after the United States and China. Defense spending will escalate to 2% of Japan's gross domestic product. It is almost equal to the goal the United States sets for its NATO allies. The Japanese government plans to buy up to 500 Lockheed Martin Tomahawk missiles and join air-to-surface standoff missiles, procure more naval vessel and fighter aircrafts, increase cyber warfare capabilities, manufacture its own hypersonic guided missiles, and produce its own advanced fighter jets, along with other weapons. So the plan shifts from relying solely on missile defense to also embracing, and I put this in quote, counter-strike capabilities. What's the message here? You decide. Could this be a preparation for the 2024 elections in Taiwan? You decide once again. So here's my conclusion for you. The possibility of Russia-China alliance could provide both countries, Russia and China, that is, the right platform on which to further their cooperation on all fronts, including the military. There is no certainty about what the global geopolitical landscape might look like in the next five years, a decade from now. But with certainty, however, one can conclude that the Russia-China alliance will further contribute to a precipitous shift in the global order 
and further decline of the United States global power. Yet, the shift in the global balance of power is already underway. For now, we can at least agree the United States should face its challenges head on and encourage rather than marginalize those who bring up issues of detente with any other country, be it Russia, China, or other, rather than confrontation. It is no different than addressing issues like immigration, national debt, an alien education system, the economy, income inequality, corruption, and others. It is patriotism, a love of country, that should compel us to take on these challenges with the fortitude and concern for managing a safe and prosperous world. As always, prepare yourself for a challenging world order. Till next time. Bye-bye.